Troubler of my soul. Source of my anxiety. Food of my worries. Steroid of my fears. Gymnasium of my foulest emotions. Sponsor of my loss. Pressure of my friends. Scissors to my relationships. Money. Hey you. Happy new month. Welcome to the month of March. I just pray that this month is filled with blessings and prophecy fulfillment for you. And I wish you everything you wish yourself genuinely. Disclaimer, I'm not here to give you tips on how to save or to give you finance management classes, financial education, not just to educate you financially. No, no, no. That's not what I'm here for. I'm simply here to talk about money, which is something I used to be very anxious about. You see, anxiety is not a good thing. The Bible in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This would mean that anxiety cripples the mind. It has a way of making you see things in a very twisted manner. When your mind is filled with negative emotions, your body doesn't respond very well. Your mannerism is affected. Your relationship with people is also affected. The way you view things is just wrong. When people say the slightest thing, you might take it as something offensive when it's not. And this is no way of invalidating your feelings. But there's just something that anxiety does to you that makes you blow things out of proportion. Believe me, I know. You might be wondering why I've been anxious about money. Or you might not be wondering, you might also be anxious about money. Well, for me, it's the fear of the unknown which actually pushed me to greater unknowns. Here's what I mean. I used to be very afraid of what the future holds. I used to be very concerned because I have been in this situation where I didn't know what was going to happen next. I didn't know where money was going to come from for a particular need. And I felt miserable, to be honest. I felt horrible. I felt the most amount of fear that I had ever felt. And I I never want to feel that way again. And I had this genius idea that I would save. Saving is really good, to be honest. Very good. Especially in this, you know, being a young person, saving really helps you helps you get through a lot, helps you avoid so many issues, helps you invest, you know. But then, 
I was saving in a very bad way. I was saving at my own expense. So I was skipping meals in order to save. I was, you know, I've never really been one to invest in clothes or fashion or shoes or those things. So I never really used to invest in them. And little did I know that it was affecting me in a lot of ways. First off, my health started declining fast. And I ended up spending all the money that I saved on my hospital bills and medication. So you can see already that that wasn't such a bright idea. Also, I started realizing that indeed money had wings and 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 money still has wings and it flies away you know the bible in proverbs 23 verse 5 says in the blink of an eye wealth disappears for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle this verse was so real to me imagine saving so much only for a need to arise and boom you have to spend it See, the truth is, needs will always arise. You have to prioritize what you spend your money on. And for me, since I neglected my own style, investing in fashion, clothes, and all these beautiful things that normal young people would invest in, I ended up spending my money on the most ridiculous things, especially when it came to me being selfless. I ended up sacrificing my own benefits for other people because I just didn't have it in me to say no and I felt that their needs were more important than mine that is really bad so I ended up denying myself of the pleasure of having beautiful things in life for nothing it was really nothing because there comes a place of selflessness and there also is the place of self-love and prioritizing yourself because if you're not in a good state emotionally physically financially you're not going to be very useful to yourself and in return you'll be very useful to society so now how do we cage money so it doesn't develop wings and fly away the truth is i don't know but i will leave a link to my pastor's teachings on money in this post well let me just share just a few tips i learned from my branch you know my resident pastor is a fantastic teacher and i really enjoy listening to him and he said a few things about money i remember the sermon was roadmap to kingdom greatness money and this subtopic was how do we handle money he began by telling us to recognize that it comes from the lord oh this has greatly helped me Especially at this time, you know, it's really helped me to understand that I'm just a steward of money, really. All that I have belongs to God. If he flies away, well, it's going to come back because there are things that God needs to be done. And as his daughter, I have a responsibility to fulfill those things. So he has to fund, he has to finance. Definitely they will come back. Secondly, he said, recognize that you are a steward of the resources that God has given to you. Well, I believe I already just spoke about that. But just to emphasize, everything in my hands 
does not belong to me. He never belonged to me in the first place. For the earth is the Lord and his fullness thereof. I'm only a steward. I'm only taking care of my father's business. I'm not responsible for losses and neither am I responsible for gains. He's solely responsible. My responsibility is how I use his money. Third, what little has God put in your hands? If you're not doing anything with them now, when you have more, you will not do anything with them. You know, I find it ridiculous when certain people say, certain Christians especially say, oh, I can't give my tithe now because I don't have enough money. When I start earning money, I'm going to give my tithe. You know, it's a liar. It just doesn't work like that. You build with the little that you have. It's like starting an exercise routine. If you want to be consistent in the gym, you have to be consistent with your home workouts. If you're not consistent with your home workouts, you're most likely not going to be consistent with the gym. It's just how habits are built. You start small. You start with the little that you have. Same with money. When you have a little bit of money, what you spend that money on really matters because that determines what you're going to spend more money on. If at this point in your life, you're using your money to sponsor inordinate affections, you're using money to sponsor things to your own detriment, believe me, when you get money, you're going to ruin yourself. So it's best that you learn now. It's important to be faithful and to be generous. I've learned this the hard way. Well, saying the hard way might make it seem like something hard, but it was really. I've learned to give compulsorily, you know, give to the gospel so that the gospel will prevail because I have a responsibility to preach the gospel and I have a responsibility to make sure that people are saved. I have different responsibilities. I have people around me that would probably need money at one point or the other. So it's important to be generous. No matter how little. Even if it's using your money to get something that makes your friend smile or your family member happy, I think it's really important that you invest in it. Being generous is a is a true key of having financial overflow. I would tell you, there's something that I do when I'm running out of money. It might seem stupid because I remember sharing it with someone and the person didn't think that it made any sense. But it's worked for me. When I don't have money, I give what I have. It might sound, like I said, weird, but if I am down to my last 200 naira, I'd rather give it. Maybe use it to buy a gum for somebody. Or put it in the offering basket. And it comes back. And it comes back well. So, I think that would help you. If you don't make money your servant, you will become a servant to money. I remember that my pastor said this as well. And it really had me thinking for a long time. And I'm proud to say, I'm 
my anxiety about money is gone. Really. I'm the happiest broke person you find. <laughs> but then, you know, being broke is just a it's just a phase. It's for a season. We are children of the Lord and our Father will provide. <laughs> you can listen to the rest of the sermon. I'll leave a link for you in this post. The name of the sermon is Roadmap to Kingdom Greatness Money. I'll leave a link to the rest of the sermon for you in this post. Now, our notices for the week. If you haven't subscribed to the Chronicles of Nanya Hashem newsletter, please do because all IMH updates are going to be posted there. Yes, I was very serious when I said that I have stopped sending people broadcast messages because honestly, some of you hurt my feelings. You guys don't repost. Oh, you guys make it seem like I'm disturbing you with all my, you know, frequent sending of um, broadcast messages. So I just decided to stop all the way. And also, my newsletter is pretty interesting. And I really love to write. So I have a lot that I can express on my newsletters as well as give the image updates. So make sure that you subscribe. If you haven't followed this podcast, please do follow and you'll be notified when a new episode drops. So even if you miss the newsletter and you miss the broadcast, which I will not be sending, you'd have the notification on your phone that I've posted a new episode. Have a great day and have a great month.